Hello all, just popping on here before we start our next episode um, to let you know that the recording isn't so great. It's a little bit choppy. Actually, it's a lot choppy. So if auditory, um, <laughs> if you're bothered by auditory imperfectionism, do not listen. But this is, I started this podcast, um, I guess kind of get my voice out there and you'll hear a little bit of my story, how I went through like three years of basically kind of feeling like actually being a kidnapped or being a prisoner, um, of my own body. And part of that was I couldn't dialogue or communicate. I didn't understand what people were saying to me. I, um, and couldn't really communicate or dialogue with anybody else. So actually part of this podcast is actually part of you're part of my healing journey. It's me re-entering the world and uh, being able to communicate with other humans. This is my just being human journey. So this podcast um, will evolve as we move forward. And so, like I said on the last one, I'm not really experienced with doing podcasts but I'm sure I'll become more familiar with it um, as we go on and learn a lot more. And hopefully um, I can figure out what's going on with the audio. Uh, I hope it's not a Wi-Fi issue, but I'll just get another mic. Anyways, I hope you enjoy it. I'll talk to you soon. So your life, um, I'm sure you've experienced, it can be trudging along and you think nothing's ever going to change and um, everything feels bad, but then it kind of like change on a dime, right? The universe can change your life on a dime. Oh yeah. Um, And just wait a second. That's just how it works. It's like all of a sudden you're like, this is never ending. I'm in all this pain. Why is this not working out? And, and blah, 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 you know, down the line. Um, but eventually it's just kind of like one day and just like in the snap of a finger can change. So in November, in early November, that eclipse, I was living in Hendersonville, North Carolina, and I have had it with point. You know, and so I conversate with the moon. I've always conversated with the moon. That's how I ended up in living it and with most things in my life. So I go up on the Blue Ridge Parkway and I have my van and I get and I take my dog out for a walk before and I'm circling. Actually, when I get up there, I'm I'm circling my van at at this um, point that I usually am at and Mm -hmm. I, um, end up parking it in a certain way. I take my pup blue the van. I scream up at the moon, <laughs> some rather choice words, using a lot of, <laughs> dropping a lot of F-bombs, basically saying, I know that you want me here. I know that you effing want me here, <laughs> yeah. but you did not provide me with what I, like you had me living in a crappy apartment word use another word you have me surrounded by crappy people not that people in Hersonville are crappy but where I was living was just surrounded on all corners you know I don't have access to the woods I am an hour away from my team in traffic all the time 
And then I walked back into, like, walked back towards my van, opened up the door, looked back out the moon, and said, like, what balls me is be like to scream at her and be like, clear a new path. <laughs> and slam the door. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I um, woke up and I opened, like, at 5 30 in the morning, like that. And the moon, the lunar eclipse is happening and it's peering right into my van. And then I just start dancing. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. And, yeah. And that's kind of when, that's when I quit my job and headed back to Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> and um, just kind of just threw everything up in the air. And by the way, just being human podcast with Meredith Eileen Foxfire. And this is Amelia of Canary in the Cosmos <laughs> and Amelia on last, um, our last, my, my last, my first podcast that we, that we had, yeah. uh, Amelia mentioned, um, wanting some things, uh, just being human and my just being human life doesn't feel very ordinary and hasn't felt that way for quite some time yeah. it feels quite extraordinary like i don't know there's this um that movie everything everywhere at once and i saw the preview for it and i was like oh that's somebody has kind of a similar oh wow oh that's awesome <laughs> i haven't you know I haven't seen the movie either. I just saw the trailer for it. Yeah. I just know, you know, like, you know, like, you know, I go back to Virginia wanting everything to be quiet and everything just to be straight. And then you know, he falls in a trance on my table, tells me about my past lives, um, tells me that I've been living in the same looping pattern and that I'm backed into the corner and I have to find my way out. And if I don't, then the rest of my life is going to be shit. So that's, dang right yeah that's that's uh that's a lot to take in it's a lot to take in and we'll visit maybe in later on episodes um like how to heal your past lives uh, mm. i don't know because what we bring in is a lot of healing our past lives i'm not going to delve too much into that cause there's too many people that are um involved in that now that <laughs> Yeah. And I'm still kind of trying to process um, that part of my reading, but um, breaking free, like having your, when you, I, whoever's listening to this, and I know that you have probably felt in your life that you've been backed into a and there's nowhere to go. Mm. Yeah. Have you felt that before? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Over and over yeah. and over again. Over and over yeah. again. It's just like you feel like there's right? Like you can't go backwards, right? There's no sidestep. And so there's like this gigantic block in get through. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think that all of us can relate to that on some level. And sure. um yeah, definitely. And so and I'm thinking too, actually, I put on this song before we got on together. Frequency by Sylvanesso. It's a favorite mm. of yours too. Yeah. 
Lots of and it's a matter of like changing your frequency. Mm-hmm. Right. If yeah. you can't, if you can't see something, cause you're, you're, we're all stuck in these loop looping patterns of the mind of the mind space. You have to change your frequency. Yeah. So do you think that night on the eclipse, what was the shift? What, um, was it one thing that you noticed that like, okay, this path is changing kind of after you spoke to the moon? No, the, that was, I don't even know if I should have done that. I mean, who the hell has a goal to go F itself? Um, like, well, you know, when you were saying it reminded me of, of um, some coursework that I did years ago. Um, mm-hmm. And I, it was a series of workshops that I took up in um, New York city. And one of um one of the things that was mentioned over and over again in the workshops was uh, rupture to rapture. Okay. And that being um, like run to rupture in order to get to rapture. So your experience of just kind of like screaming and like kind of just in, in agony of like, what do I do? Where do I go? Would just be this great example of rupture and allowing that to happen. Right. Like kind of pushing through, pushing through this space that we're in that's really difficult to get through and kind of this very primal, guttural kind of just like, where am I? You know what I mean? I think that there's so yeah. much power in that and the ability to do that, because I think it's really hard. Speaking for myself, it's hard to just let go and allow our emotions to to show us how we're feeling. You know what I mean? And sometimes we have to get to that, that, that rapture, that desperation, that desperate place so we can get through it. You know, like we've been bottling it up and to let it out in that just primal way is, yeah, it can lead you yeah. to the rapture, you know? Sure. Tells us not to get primal. Yeah. And that's what we're missing. We are missing our primal nature. Mm. Um. And so, but now, today, in this day, two days, you know, I'm walking around this neighborhood called Montford in Asheville, North Carolina, and it's like freaking Sesame Street. You know, I'm running into people everywhere, like the energy is just so like vibrant, the frequency is so high, and like you could feel her. and kind of talk like the moon right and talk about like the universe she's just like shining down on this city Mm. and uh, there's just all this flow happening with people that I'm meeting for instance like I knew I wanted to go tonight I don't have my van anymore for those who don't know and so I have a hatchback and but I don't have like a mat in the back of it and I was like oh I'm gonna walking along street and this lady goes do you know anybody has a truck I was like, a, a truck? Um, no, anybody has a truck. She's like, she's like, I, ha- you know, I used to sleep on this little um, full size mattress. Um, you know, it's like one of those little things, those egg carton things, in the back of my truck, and I don't need it anymore. <laughs> wow! And I was like, that is the exact same size. It 
in the back of my hatchback. And by the way, for some reason, I put both my sheets in my car this morning. And I don't know why I did it. Wow. Oh, so, yes. <laughs> that I is so cool. Isn't that crazy? So then I went up to the parkway and I go back to my spot where I talk to the moon. And I'm talking to the moon. And this comes up. It's like 1030 at night. Bat out of hell, man. Comes out of her car. She just starts like obsessively taking pictures of the star. At first, I'm like freaked out because I didn't know it was a, another woman. <laughs> Yeah. The man. I'm like, oh, I'm up here alone with my dog. And I realized she starts telling me, I'm like, why are you taking pictures of these stars? She's like, I don't know. I just need to. And I'm like, we're all on these paths. Wow. Like she is being guided. She's not just like someone who's taking some online course about stars and then doing photography. Like the way in which she is moving, it's like she's being guided by something greater than her. Yeah. So I ended up moving from that spot. And for some reason, I don't know why I just start driving for down the parkway. I end up at another like pull off area. I park a certain way. The moon is coming in through my windshield. I crawl back into my hatchback with Lulu and go to sleep. I wake up and the sun comes up, no fucking joke, like through the mountains straight into the window of my hatchback as I I did not plan that. That's so cool. But the, and today I'm like, I had an interview earlier this week with somebody that I thought I wanted to work with. I do massage and energy healing work. Um, it didn't work out and I interviewed somebody else and it didn't work out. And then all of a sudden I was just like, I could have my frequency, like I could have, I would have just gone down. I've been like, man, like my life sucks. And like, I can't get what I want, but you know what? I just like, I was like something else. And I called my friends I used to work with. And now today I'm going for an interview at a place that has energy, astounding aesthetics. Wow. And I wrote them and I told them, right. And so with my energy healing work, it's intuitive work. And I have, been able to harness the sun and the moon, have that come into my body, and then be able to share that with my clients. And <laughs> you know, yeah, to wow. be able to be like, this is what I do, and they're like, it sounds like you. Please come talk to us. <laughs> That's amazing. Congratulations! I'm so happy for you. That's- Thank you. I also just really, I think it's so interesting that we started this, um, this story or this conversation and talking about the eclipse, which was about six months ago now, because we're getting into eclipse season again, mm-hmm. right? It's twice a year. Right. So it's so fascinating to see your growth from, from this eclipse and the, starty, the story starting with you kind of screaming at the moon in desperation, you know? And then six months later, getting out of it, you know, kind of like where you're at now and the growth and the changes that have occurred. I think that just that fits in so beautifully. It's really, it's really awesome. I didn't even think about that, Amelia. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about that. But to get to this point, right, like this, this point that I'm at right now has taken 
years yeah. to get through. And by the way, for those listening, Amelia and I, we taped and taped shows how old I am recorded an episode. Um, I don't know, like last week, but then it ended up being like Mad Libs. Cause like every um, words were like cut off. And I hope that doesn't happen this time. I think it was the problem with the Wi-Fi, but um, I don't, I haven't li- re-listened to that interview except for when I was like, Ooh, it sounds like Mad Libs. And then so <laughs> So I was like, Amelia, will you please record me? So a lot has changed since even like a week ago. But the point is you can't be like, in order to be guided, right? Because by the way, your life, like the reason why you're suffering is because like the universe wants, like we're supposed to be, the universe lives through us. Yeah. And this poem is by um last time and i'll share it again by nikita gill mm-hmm. and it's about being broken broken open to your life and that's how you end up living a guided life yeah. of all the painful things that you name addiction self-hatred will be the hardest to break you can only for so long until the home you built crumbles Mm. right like you okay for so long until the home you built crumbles yeah and everything that you're oh man that whatever right now is a clearing so that you can be broken open so that you can live the life that you are meant to live, that you were put here to live. Mm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, many years ago, I, I, we went through this, like, um, I had a period not too long ago, like three years of not knowing what the hell was going on with me. I had this awakening. That's what these things are. These chronic illnesses, these autoimmune illnesses, your um, insomnia, your back pain, your depression, your anxiety, um, your migraines, these are, you can awaken through your life. Mm-hmm. That's what we're being asked to. Our, you can awaken. Yeah. For sure. And these experience that we have. So I used to have chronic migraines. I had IBS. I had forced anorexia. And I had suicidal. I didn't remember this last time. Suicidal ideation. Um, and that that was actually a huge one. I might have blocked that out of my head. And that's something that I still... I think that's just remnants from that time period. Because I had like two and a half straight years of like wanting to kill every day, all day long. Um, I had light sensitivity, sound sensitivity, severe short-term 
loss, inability to read. Um, I was misdiagnosis. I had chronic fatigue. I had like the pain, depression. I had SIBO. I had hormone imbalances. Um, I had wild, erratic mood swings. Um, you know, and I had a what I had symptoms of that before, like, and I would, oh, yeah, and insomnia. Um, just like the list goes on and on and on. It's kind of like a, um, a person, or at least that's how I felt. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. I that is a lot for one person to bear, <laughs> you know, it is, yeah, it's a lot to go through, and um. And there's a lot of reasons of how I got there, take how I got there. Um, and through that experience, I got, had to let go of a lot. When that, in that poem, like she talks about the home you built crumbles. Mm-hmm. Like if I was a monopoly real estate property, I had to have all of part. Like I had wow. built up a lot of real estate. And all had to crumble down to the ground so that I can start building this new life. And how did you, how do, how did you go about doing that? Like, what, was there a point where you were like, okay, this is, this isn't necessarily everything that the doctors are telling me. What can I do? Like, do you, do you remember that moment? Of every, ask what are can you clarify that question a little bit more for me so I can understand it a little bit better yeah like was there a moment with all of these things that you were suffering from like your migraines your mm-hmm. inability to eat the bloating all of it was there a moment that you can remember or specify that like changed that that allowed you to see that you were living in a house that was burning so kind of to answer your question so like I was misdiagnosed with endometriosis. And so I went to like one of the top doctors on the East Coast to have surgery to find out whether or not you actually have endometriosis and have it removed. Okay, and that's a whole nother. What is that? Uh, that's a, we'll, we'll end up a whole, doubt, um, whole different ball game there. We'll just, <laughs> I mean, okay. I could write a whole book about endometriosis and how women are treated um, mistreated, like beyond hundreds of thousands of women are given the wrong surgeries. Um, Yeah. They're given the wrong surgeries. Yep. That's scary. (laughs) It is. It is very scary. There's a lot of burning going on of women's looms that should not be happening. Um, but anyways, wow. That's, I mean, there, that's a whole, um, topic to go down. But what happened was, so I had this surgery and it turns out I didn't have endometriosis. Mm. Had you already had the surgery? No, I, I went into surgery. He went in and he was like, didn't find endometriosis, but what he did on my right ovary. Mm. And so what happened was, is that he so I go back two weeks later and he's like, well, it's not your He's like, you don't have endometriosis. And I was like, well, is it the tumor that caused all my problems? He's like, no way. It could have been that. The IUD out of me. Mm. I was like, I want nothing. Takes the IUD out of me. Two weeks after the IUD is taken out of me, fill up my gas tank, 
I can buy food at the grocery store. And I went to another store to buy birdseed. I couldn't do that before. Wow. Um, and, and so then I started kind of like um, waking up in that way. Out of the house thing. Like that, I didn't come to that realization until recently. Like I didn't realize what I was on was actually awakening going through right now, which is called the great um, awakening yeah. or the slash the great reckoning. And so mm-hmm. the truth of who we truly are right now, and it's the reckoning of that, of our unconscious lives that we have been living, not just from this life, but from previous generations. It's like everything's coming to a head. And so living um, in accord with nature. And yeah. so I, like every, it just feels like everything is happening to me, right? Like everything is happening to you, yet it's happening for you. Mm. Family member, tell me that it's really sad the way that you ended up, right? It's what a waste of a life. What a waste of a life when I was going through this. What a waste of a life. I don't have anybody. Uh, I'm not in contact with anybody in my family. And I think my friend group is down to of what it was before. And so looking back on it, I'm just like, you have a bunch. We have like all these, this property, right? And, the, you know, is like friends it's like old stories it's past traumas it's all these things that were kind of just like um built up inside of us that haven't been processed or don't belong there anymore mm, i love that analogy yeah old properties yeah yeah all these old properties are taking up real right within our energetic cells within our bodies yeah and they yeah. they're manifesting in pain they're manifesting in illness they're manifesting in neurotic behavior. They're manifesting in anxiety. They're manifesting in all these different things. And so what is happening to us is actually happening for us. And it is having, it's clearing it out to make a new way. But you have to, in order to get through this clearing process, right, you have to know that there you have to have hope and you have to have faith greater reason for this. Yeah. And my hope and faith, you know, really came down to nature. And I really believe that she is trying to wake us up. It's not just our own personal awakening. It's, um, the earth is trying to get us to wake up because we have not been connected to her for quite some time for possibly years. Right. Yeah. And yeah, that's, we're that's just going around right. destroying. Right. Sounds about right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sitting there and I'm, you know, I'm in communication with the moon and the sun and everything. And I, I don't see my other, many other people, other people, but we are not connected to her anymore. Yeah. No, we're not. We're not, you know, and that's, Speaking to women, 
Um, you know, we used yeah. to, we used to, our cycles used to be in sync with the moon. We would, you know, yeah. depending on where you are, not all of that, but you know, we would bleed on the new moon and um, ovulate in the full moon. All of us yeah. would, because we were connected. Yeah. We were one with her, and that is no more. Speaking of IUDs and all of these things, I just feel like that. Uh, that comes up, you know, just that point and how we're, we're not living with her, living against her. We are, we're living, we're at war with her, we're at war with our bodies and we're at war with each other. That's the other awakening too. That, oh man, having gone through what I went through and most people not under and, um, made me have what is the word for it I feel um, I guess I have so much more compassion and empathy from this whole process for people you know in our culture like so many people told me you know you just through you just have to hustle you just have to get up and go. And like our culture gives us no or space um, for these healing or awakening journeys. You know, there's all said in his song, it's like there is no time to rush your healing. Um, and in nature, like there is no, like nature, that's what's happening. She's trying to get us back on her time clock. There yeah. is no, like, there is no nine to five in nature gonna meet you here at 10 a.m like yeah. nature is just flowing she's just going right like yeah. not like are not sitting there being like okay we're gonna meet at this time and we're gonna fly as a flock from i don't know Asheville to blacksburg and we're gonna do this yeah. formation and <laughs> yeah meet here at 9 a.m right it's totally absurd um it doesn't, life does not work that way. Uh, man, John, phrase, it's like, I'd love to live my life surprised like a river, surprised by my own unfolding. Mm. Surprised by my own unfolding. Yeah. And that's what's happening. Like these, not these little things, some are really huge that we're going to. It's like, it's our unfolding. It is our awakening. It is sacred. If you start to, if anybody out there is suffering from anything, and I know you are because 70% of Americans at least suffer from one chronic health. Wow. Right? Yeah, that's a lot. Treat it as a sacred. Mm. Make an altar to it. Make an altar to yourself. Because it is yeah. your pathway, it is your portal to the divine. And connect. Start to listen to her. Yeah. And how did you find faith in nature? Because I feel like we talk about that, but 
how, how was it for you? I feel like that's something that people might want to hear. How did I find faith in nature? I, sur- yeah, I mean, I, so always had faith in nature, you know, especially as a child. Um, but then I, in my college, you know, in my twenties and thirties, I tried to like fit into our culture and I believe sick. <laughs> and so, um, Meredith, you, yes. you, are, you march to the beat of your own drum and I love that so much, but I can see, I can definitely see how that was a struggle for you, you know? And that's, I reflecting back. I've had a lot hard last couple of years, like 2020. I love 2020 um, because the whole country, everybody's in the world slowed down. Yeah. And um, it was so great. And we actually could listen to her. But then when darn vaccines came out and we got back to normal, I kind of jumped on the bandwagon. And then I started getting my nervous system got it even more wrecked. So but how I got on it was when I was. Um, I couldn't do anything but connect with the earth and connect with the cosmos. And it's like, I'd, I'd go out into the woods and I just lay down, lay down yes. next to a river. Hours. You know, I was in, I was wandering around. I was naked actually yesterday. I've been, I go naked in the woods a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, I was naked yesterday. <laughs> Watch out, Asheville. There's a lot of naked people. It's totally acceptable around here. Um, but yeah, I was in a state park right by Asheville. And, you know, I was walking down the creek. I was hot. I took off my clothes. I dipped myself in the water. And I laid there. And, you know, there were butterflies walking the creek. There were butterflies at my ankles walking with me. Yeah. So it's, so for you, it's being part of it. Allowing oh, I'm part of it. To be part of it. And oh, yeah. fully submitting to that. Fully submitting to it. Yesterday, you know, I went for a run and it was a barefoot run in the woods by my house. And then I went walking, you know, around a lot of creeks. And so I went to a creek area and there's like this moss filled area. And I literally just like laid on the moss underneath the sun. I don't know for how long I didn't have my watch with me. Oh yeah. One of the things to start doing, I stopped of waking up to alarm clocks and maybe a handful of times I've had an alarm clock go off. I haven't (laughs) like, I haven't had an alarm go off and And you wake up with the sun. I wake up with the sun. That's awesome. The world in which we wrong. Everything that our culture tells you is wrong. In order to thrive in our culture, you have to be a socio. <laughs> and seriously, you do. You have to have no feelings, right? No connection, no ability to connect. So those yeah. of us that are, they're now calling neurodivergent, um, which I think yeah. is kind of a bullshit term. Um, it's like, we're not neurodivergent. We're humans. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's all the diagnoses. Um, there's a lot of them these days. Yeah. There's a lot of diagnoses. It's like, no, we're human beings. We're, we have feelings. We yeah. are. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's okay. That's beautiful. You know? Mm. So. You know, and we need to start having these, like there was, like I was talking before, or else displays, like we don't see beauty. It's like beauty is going to save us. Mm-hmm. Beauty is going to help you. It's going to heal you, heal us as a collective, and it's going to heal the earth. So we have to start taking notice of her. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Just like the Aurora Borealis showing up in, you know, Virginia and North Carolina. It's like, it's, it's here for us. It's, you know, what of an amazing, beautiful gift. It and is amazing and beautiful. Yeah. And we're going to have more of it actually, because it's cycle in December of 2019 and keeps on throwing out more and more solar flares. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's this man who lives in, um, I think he was in Minnesota and I was reading about the, his experience with Ouroboros, and he said, you couldn't take your eyes off it. Crazy. Spiders and eagles, snakes, hundreds of variations of taffy-like stretching. Finally, I laid on and looked up. Who am I? What is this? It was one of those moments. It just made me cry. Finally, I laid on and looked up. Who am I? What is this? It's just one of those moments. It just made me cry. It's that surrendering to her. Yeah. It's like we, we have a need as like in our now human thinking mind that we have, that we know that we have a trajectory. Yeah. And that ability to surrender and to actually listen to her and be guided by her and be mentored by nature instead of trying to mentor nature, which is we haven't been around that long. <laughs> right. Right. And we right. view plants and we're just now people are having, this is hilarious to me that people are having scientific discoveries that plants and animals are intelligent, bacteria, all different types of mushrooms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just that we weren't listening before. And so that's what's happened level it's like all these conditions and all this suffering is so that we just shut the fuck up and listen yeah yeah and allow us to be part of the one you know yeah to be guided imagine like what your life could be like if you could surrender and be guided by Instead of all that noise that's coming in through your head and trying to figure and trying to fix yourself and fix everyone and everything around you, you don't need to be fixed. No one needs to be fixed as it should. And we're just going along this river, putting dams in and connections haven't been made. And things are not flowing the way that they're supposed to be flowing for control and our resistance to change. Yeah. 
yeah, that's really powerful. Yeah. Um, so I wanted, I guess, part of my story that I wanted to share with everyone there is purpose and there is meaning and there is sacredness to whatever you're going through in life and connecting back to her. Yeah. Um, yeah learning how to trust her guidance. Yeah. Go for submission it. to her. Yeah. Act- you know, the submission, just the act of it, the act of um, allowing ourselves to do that actually gives us more control. You know, it's an interesting concept. Right? Instead of, instead yeah. of fighting for it, submitting to it yeah. to harness that. Yeah. Cool. And that it's a path to awakening to your higher self. Yeah. We're not you know, here to work nine to five jobs and have 401ks. Yeah. You know, we're a part of all of it. Yeah. Open arms. That's awesome. Open arms. Yeah. Well, I'm so. excited to see what these eclipse <laughs> what eclipse season has in store for us. What do you think? I know you have a gathering coming up for the full moon. What's your focus of it? I know you painting, but what's your energetic focus for? Um, well, it's a full moon in Libra. So bringing in balance, I think we might do some breath work. Um, and focusing kind of on how we communicate to each other. So I've got some fun little things planned. Um, nice. And using, using words of affirmation. Yeah. That's going to be a focus, um, for this one. I'm excited about it. It should be fun. That's great. So, celebrate the moon. It'll be nice. I, I'd like sit there and talk to her and just tell her how beautiful she is. And like, I'm like, you're the best moon in the entire world. And I was like, I know you're the only one, but you're still the best one. Yeah. <laughs> you awesome. just sit up there shining so bright when the sky is so dark. Um, <laughs> it's so awesome. It is so awesome. And I love Ah, uh, howling at her, and oh, uh, it's yeah. Anyways, I highly recommend talking to the moon. <laughs> yeah, all right, already just go talk to the moon. She's great, it's a great listener, and listen to her back. You can definitely feel. I just don't believe that you can feel the energy of the moon or the sun, but you, but humans are. You know, <laughs> we can. Um, oh yes, we just can. Just like, yeah, and we we are. Um, 
and things that are happening in the cosmos definitely affect us. Uh, <laughs> but um, Amelia, thank you so much for um, talking with me yet again and ceremony. Yeah, thank you. It's always fun to talk to you, Meredith. I just love you. Uh, I love you too. Big love. All right. Have a great day. <laughs> you too. Bye. All right, bye.